ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are here. We are back. We can be heroes. Another episode with your boy, John Toronto, and of course, my little brother, Matt Toronto. What's going on, little bro? I'm so excited. I, uh, I, I, I think this is by far my most anticipated episode because me and you had just been wanting to talk about the elephant in the room, No Way Home, at least more in depth. And now with the trailer, finally released uh, after months on end, uh, the leaked trailer before the official release, um, and all the bunch of leaks that photos that came out, um, which is ultimately the Sony Marvel's fault. They waited this long. Um, and it's, it's truly a shame because this would have been uh, so nice to experience uh, organically. But nevertheless, it's here. And uh, I'm just, you know, I'm ready to talk about it. how are you doing, brother? I, I am excellent, dude. I, I was so hyped. So I, I knew the Sony CinemaCon was going on on Monday. And I was like, there's no way if this leaked that they're not going to release this tonight. And I, I, my prediction was it would have like over 50 million views by the end of the night. Like that was like if they had posted at night they broke the world record for a trailer debut surpassing endgame with this yeah. so like i mean you got to think about it like it, this is like going to for a quick second spider-man no way home was expected to have a multiversal issue going on right like the multiverse was kind of introduced with mysterio or at least the concept of it but then we knew the multiverse was an actual thing as WandaVision came along at the end of WandaVision with the post credits. We knew, uh, and obviously with, with the, the series Loki, with Sylvie destroying or killing Kang to essentially create the multiverse, right? Or expand the multiverse. We knew it was coming. We knew some semblance of the previous Spider Man characters, Spider Man actors, actresses were going to somehow show up in this movie. But now we got the actual freaking confirmation of that, right? And I I think this is going, this is anticipated to be one of the biggest films in comic book history solely because, not solely, but maybe a big reason because it's it's touching on every generation that's had a Spider-Man, right? Like yeah. we have Sony's original, the, the OG Spider-Man that everybody loved. Now, if you compare it to current MCU content, maybe not as good, maybe depending after Spider-Man 2, probably not, definitely not. But that was our stuff. So like me, that was my generation Spider-Man. That was my, as a kid growing up, like, wow, I have Spider-Man to, like, to look at as a character. Now, the MCU didn't exist and, 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 uh, and no extended universes existed at the time anyway. But you have that crew. You have the amazing Spider-Man crew, which is more of your generation a little bit, oh, right? I, Where yeah, you kind of grew up with him as your Spider-Man. And, and honestly, two movies that whoops are, aren't as good. <laughs> But I don't mind them. Like the Garfield series, I, it's they're I, not great. They're not great. I feel like when you brought up Garfield, that's what triggered my uh, laptop fall there. Like you're treading on thin ice, depending on what you're going to say next. <laughs> it's it's totally it's totally. But, I, I like Garfield personally, but I, I I think he he gave the best Spider-Man performance, hands down. He, he was he was the absolutely. most talented actor out of the three main Spider-Man. The, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, like that was so out of touch and out of tune with the current model of of superheroes now. So like it was very it's, campy. It's yeah, it's so separate from what we know as comic stories now, comic comic book stories now, or, or at least on film. But still iconic, still generational, still something that a lot of people looked at and loved, right? At the time, and maybe not Spider-Man three, we don't. 
Either way, yeah. uh, you know, to have Garfield's next generation. And then now we have the current generation, which is, I think, is everyone, right? Everybody loves Tom Holland. All the fans of the MCU that have watched it from day one has, have, have grown to love Holland as Spider-Man. Maybe are not too happy with some of the storylines they've gone with. They kept it too small screen as far as Holland, right? I think if the first two, the first two movies were, with everything else going on in the MCU, it was so closed and boxed in. Like you can't act like all that other stuff doesn't exist, right? In my opinion, that's that's kind of where I where I was in my perspective. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say though, um, and, and to your point, going into No Way Home, I've never seen the Spider-Man fandom unite. Oh, I think I, I think whole, everyone has something to be excited about. Yes, you know, for McGuire fans, you're definitely seeing him. Garfield fans, you're definitely seeing him. And then for those who like Holland, you get more of his character, right. um, <laughs> for better or for worse, depending on where you stand on I, how they've written him. But yeah, honestly, it's, I it's, love it's I, cool. I genuinely really love the, the 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 genuine excitement from all phases of of Marvel, right? So all, all different phases in terms of time, like the people that love the original Sony, the people that love the main Spider Man. We're getting all of it, and. I love that Marvel finally gave up in a sense because it didn't seem like they'd ever want to do this. But with the multiverse, you can do whatever you want. You're not the multiverse allows you to do two things. And it's kind of crazy because they're opposite ends of the spectrum, right? It allows you to either A, connect everything and say, okay, this is how it works, or B, just act like they don't really exist because you don't have to have them cross into your universe, right? They can stay in their own universe, but maybe in some future this film specifically in some future you can have them just combine it and see what happens so like oh, I, absolutely. i'm totally okay with uh you know bringing all the spider-man together having more into the spider-verse which let's give credit i'm gonna give sony a little credit here into the spider-verse brought this idea to mind right i feel like no if into the spider-verse didn't exist there wouldn't be as much a push to make this happen Oh no doubt. I, I and I think also as well as Sony probably looked at. Uh, here's what I was uh, saying to a few close friends of mine, and that was the original draft for No Way Home did not have anything multiverse related. You can a hundred percent call me on that. Sony probably looked at what Marvel's slate was in regards to what their intentions were with the multiverse. So maybe introducing a few elements of WandaVision, specifically right. in the post credits scene, obviously um the no pun intended the madness that we'll that we'll see in dr strange right. so they're thinking to themselves well wait a minute this might be the perfect opportunity to capitalize off of our properties like say Tobey Maguire. well spider-man they own the property of spider-man i mean to OG, say like they right. capitalize off their original actors like right Tobey Maguire, andrew garfield and then maybe even bring in a, a fair share of new villains improve upon their character like electro or give them more updated um sort of costumes, chances are Green Goblin's going to receive a massive upgrade because I know his original one is not very well liked in the comic book community. Right. Um, the one in uh, Raimi's universe, but right. yeah, I mean, that's why I am a bit nervous because this could just very well be another soulless property and they just with a bunch of fan service. But I think at the same time, I just, I just want to say, honestly, I'm more excited to see Garfield because he deserves his redemption right. after what they did to him. Um, post Amazing Spider-Man 2. I mean, they fired him because he couldn't even attend a press conference. Uh, he came down with the flu and couldn't fly out to... They were going to announce Amazing Spider-Man 3 the same day he was fired. Wow. Then from so, that point, it's only a quote tomorrow. I will, like, hey, I will say this. I mean, look, Garfield, it, 
again, extensively the best Spider-Man performers, even including Tom Holland. In my opinion, strictly performance-wise, not movie-wise. We'll yes. Get into that later, but certainly, I, I, I agree. He honestly, not only does he deserve this redemption, if the redemption goes well, go make more movies with him. If he wants to do that. I, I was saying the same thing, bro. And Tony it, just it, announced the SSU. S, is it SSU or SU? Yeah, it's um, it's like Sony's Sony extended like Spider Spider Verse like, or something like that. It's like Sony's yeah, it's like Sony's Spider Man characters or something like Sony Spider Man. No, uh, Sony Spider Man Universe. I think it's Sony SSU. Sony Spider Man Universe. Yep, Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, in that, they can continue with the multiverse. Like they 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 already. St- set themselves up themselves with just into the Spider-Verse, right? And I'm okay with it. I Look, I, there, as long as... I look, I, one thing I will say I want, I want the MCU and Sony to always have a working relationship when it comes to Spider-Man. Yes. I want Spider-Man to always have his imprint within the MCU, and I want Sony to kind of expand it. So answer this question. You haven't been... A, I, I know, like, uh, in private conversation and sometimes in the podcast, you haven't been a fan of this push for solo films that are all Spider-Man characters, right? That Sony's been doing. If the relationship continues and if this film goes extremely well, I don't mind it anymore. I I can tolerate it. I, I mean, I won't be excited and the chances are I'll probably never see the movie in theaters until it drops on a streaming service. But I, what I want to see... It, it won't disgust me. Spider-Man anymore. 4... And the main Spider-Man three, it, it absolutely, and that, that's actually the perfect word to say. Like, I will not be disgusted. I can accept it. Like, there's nothing I can do. I'm the consumer. If I choose to pay for their movie to support future sequels, future projects they release, etc., that's that's on me, right? Um, and at the end of the day, Sony is all about making money. So, you know, they'll purposely ha- to like have these filmmakers with low budgets, just so they can, you know, get all the profit back opening weekend. That's which is smart from a uh, company standpoint. Now, does that mean it's going to be of high quality? Probably not, uh, depending on uh, film subjective, right? So it, it all sort of depends on uh, how you view the character um, they're making a movie about. And if the actual filmmakers and screenwriters are passionate about the material, uh, that's different. What I want to see is legitimate conversations for Spider-Man 4, Sam Raimi Spider-Man 4, and The Amazing Spider-Man 3. That's definitely going to be a consideration. There's way too if much. If it goes well. If it goes well. It will. Absolutely. It will. Well, absolutely. We know. Well. Well, I mean, and I, I want to see. But... Yeah, exactly. I, I want. You can quote me on this. Spider-Man 4 and the main Spider-Man 3 can easily b- make close to a billion dollars. Alone. Oh, yeah. I agree. Honestly. With, the thing is, Sony has a lot in their arsenal now, too, right? Like, they know. Like. God, even Garfield Spider-Man, they were, it felt like they were so limited, even though they didn't have to be. But these days, with the MCU and the and the multiverse and all these different characters they've introduced, they have so much room to do whatever the hell they want. I mean, easily they can have Venom be in Garfield's universe if they want to, right? Where there's not an extended yeah. Avengers Avengers crew out there that uh, would question why is venom able to do what he's doing and no right. avengers are stepping which, in which is so useful and yes you know i i don't even think so, sony, sony should be thankful in a sense the mcu yeah kind of separate. oh yeah <laughs> i mean yeah exactly that's why i don't understand why sony was pushing so hard to be mcu canon 
just make your own different story. Like you're, so I, you're I think MCU. they want it to be acknowledged as MCU product in a way that that helps hype the film up and makes money, right? But very smart. But yeah, which which is what they should do. The multiverse really opened up a business perspective. You never even think of how oh of something yeah so small and uh, small, but you know in terms of content can really open up the business world for uh, for some someone like Sony. You know what no, I mean? Yeah, no doubt in my mind. I, I think like their main problem was trying to push it push their movies into the main mcu timeline you don't need to do that you right. all you have to say is this is mcu canon because we're in their multiverse oh that's, that's what it. i think they're gonna do and i that, think in turn sure. that would probably make people excited because you can still hint at the possibility of there being an alternate version of tony stark or an alternate version uh, of I'm, some of these other major marvel characters i mean sony and marvel, what if <laughs> yeah and sony and marvel are collaborating right i mean Marvel's using characters for, uh, uh, from uh, at their disposal. Right. Sony can possibly do the same, depending on how well, well the relationship that, strengthens. I mean, you got to think if, if Marvel exciting. really wants to continue to have that Spider-Man connection or to be able to uh, use them, use him. I'm sorry, and the characters. Why? Just like you said, why Sony could say, "Hey, screw a money agreement. Let us use Black Widow. Let us use Iron Man." Let us use Hulk, but let us use different versions. We don't have to use Robert Downey. We're not these. We'll use Tom Cruise back when he was supposed to. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter. That's my point. They can make it a reverse relationship where they could, they're able to explore explore a little more characters. Except Fantastic Four, we already had that messed up too much. <laughs> but oh, yeah. it, it should. I mean, honestly, it should open up a lot. I mean, Tony, Tony, and or whatever characters you want to bring in. I mean, there's so many other characters they can have involved with Spider Man in general. Um, you know, maybe they use some X Men characters. So who knows? Who knows? I mean, yeah, yeah. the, the they, possibilities are endless. Literally, and so would endless. Be... there are b- billions yeah. of universes out yeah. there now. <laughs> so yeah. and billions so, of dollars Sony can make. <laughs> both, um, yeah, all it could alone. be. You got to think. I mean, I, I I'll put it this way: they bring out an Amazing Spider Man three. I'm going to spend money on that. If they bring out uh, so Spider Man four MCU, I'm going to spend money on that. If they like, I'm going to yeah. spend money on good content. Yeah, that, absolutely. Screw the possibilities, yes. but once you're able to do it, once the content's out, I'm spending money on it. If it's yeah, going to exactly. be good it's, content, what we want and what I want here on out from Sony is that if they do that, it makes uh, it made Spider-Man three and four. Funnily enough, three two sequels to the main Spider-Man two were um, in development. Uh, funnily enough, so let's just say right. they do three and four of that, a fourth final film for sam raimi's i want those filmmakers to have full control no studio interference no trying to like you know it's gonna be yeah real quick sorry you know it's gonna be for i just don't want to forget this a huge huge benefit for raimi when doc i'm saying when when dr strange is extremely successful sony's gonna want to grab his ass right back i promise you yeah I promise you. Dr. Strange is definitely going to be, um, that, well, excuse me, will gross higher than the original. I think just for the multiverse alone, and again, the possibilities are endless uh, with the characters they could bring in. Uh, for all we know, Tom Holland's Spider-Man can make an appearance in Dr. Strange 2. And say, hey, right? I mean, that can very well just be the You're post-credit right. scene. Um, how Spider-Man it's definitely has... It's hilarious that they do Tobey Maguire's just Raimi's directing... <laughs> honestly that that bring a tear to my eye just to see those two collaborate once again yeah yeah um 
but yeah, I, I just like the problem with Amazing Spider-Man Two, for instance, there was like twenty six different subplots in the entire movie. It felt like I was watching sixteen different movies because every single scene was like, "Hey, here's a setup for Black Cat," and then oh, look at the post credits scene. We have Venom, Vulture, Doc Ock, like all these. Yeah, everything, yeah. It, it was just way too much thrown at you, and it just forgot to be a good movie. Amazing right. Spider-Man is different. Like I would say, that's more self-contained. There's only one villain that comes to mind. Right. Um, say what you will about the characterization of Spider-Man, Peter Parker, etc. But I mean, at least that movie was coherent. Like Amazing Spider-Man right. Two wasn't. It was just, you know, disappointing, nevertheless. But I digress. Uh, I guess the, the real topic at hand is sort of the No Way Home uh, trailer the, the itself. Trailer, uh, maybe. Now, what, trailer. so g- give me your this is kind of a generic question, but the best we start off this way. What, what were your thoughts? Because I, I don't believe you didn't watch the lead trailer, correct? So you went in blind. Oh, I went in totally blind. And I, I mean, I had expectations. Like, I, I kind of knew, um, quote unquote, knew because what we all know with the, with the multiverse, what they would do, right? Bring in the other Spider Man, which was not technically confirmed. But as we go through the trailer, I mean, I, I have just kind of notes written down. Um, I, I, I'm going to kind of cross question you and then talk about it as we go, if that makes sense. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the MJ and Peter scene in the beginning only because it reminds me of uh, the original Tobey Maguire series when they're sitting on the web on the bridge. Um, oh, yeah. A little reference to that. Uh, this weird. Um, Jay Jonah's back. We all obviously we knew this in, in uh, Spider-Man 2 or, you know, Far From Home. Um is that Matt Murdock or no? Okay, so bro, um, I Dan- think it is. I, okay, so like, I have. So for uh, those again, who don't know or haven't yeah. watched the trailer, when you go to watch the trailer, Peter's in in jail. Essentially, he's probably arrested for the murder, supposed murder of Mysterio, which I don't think Mysterio is actually dead. Um, I, I think there is a twist. I, I I'm gonna run by you. Right, right. Um, so as he's arrested, he's in talking to the to the detective for the NYPD, and then there's another individual there that I believe to be his lawyer, which has been there for be Matt Murdock. I think it's him. It doesn't look like so not I a daredevil him I mean, though. So okay, and, so, and so do, doesn't look like don't mean shit because I got another point of that point of that trailer to, to focus on toward the end as well. Yeah, but I I'm pretty confident. That Murdoch is in there. They just had to use enough, like yeah. a way to hide him. Let me let me preface this by saying, Matt Murdoch is in the movie, um, <laughs> like a, a million percent. He's probably going to have. I, I think he's supposed to have a max of ten minutes, and it's probably just going to be. It's probably going to be in the beginning with the whole courtroom scene. So probably Charlie like Charlie defending. Cox, by the way, for those Charlie who, Cox. So the, the the Netflix Daredevil is reported to be in the film. Rumored, I want to say reported. Uh, I, I'm 99% sure he's in this trailer. Debatable. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Um, and, you know, I think... But here's the thing, though. It's like... I, I feel like... They would have just shown him. You know what I mean? Matt Murdock won't bring people to the movie theater. A Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield will bring people into the movie theater. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's... Alpha and Rila, Doc Ock will bring people to the movie theater. Hell on the phone. Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. that's why I don't think it's him. They want to give it the impression because 
it wouldn't matter. Like, we know he's in the movie. Right. He's rumored to be in She-Hulk. He's rumored to be possibly make an appearance in Hawkeye, because I know Kingpin, uh, this is a separate conversation that we can have. Um, the new Echo series that's a spinoff of Hawkeye. Vincent Antonio is rumored to be in Hawkeye. Which, Sasha Kiss. Could if you that, imagine if, if they do, um, not to interrupt you, but like, no, I, I, I was going to run by you in that, like, Imagine the like a post credit scene, like the ending scene is like Peter or another character walking by Avengers Tower, and then they pan the camera up and there's a fist tower. Oh my god! And that would be like it will cut the black, or that'd be the post credit scene. Oh my god! Oh my god! Apparently, Sean Chi's post credit trailer is insane, or not post credit scenes insane. Yeah, um, I heard, and I heard, I heard like the <laughs> audience was. Shocked. Went bombastic, like they were shocked and started screaming Thanks, out the top I of the I can't lungs. wait. We're a week away, brother. A week and a day. I know, bro. Anyway, know. sorry, sorry. Distractions, um, distractions. Distract okay. No, no, no. Continue. But you go, go ahead. <laughs> I know you want to uh, bring up um, an idea, point, uh, etc. So yeah, no, no. I, I just, um, I, I think Murdoch's definitely involved. I just don't think he's Daredevil yet. That's that's that, it's yes, gonna, it's going to be coming. He's, yeah, he's not going to be in the costume. I, I think no. they're waiting. It's going to be him as. As the as super as, young lawyer. Yeah. As early as She-Hulk, I could see him. I don't know. I, I would say definitely an Echo will see him in the Daredevil costume. Yeah. Um, I don't see him being Daredevil and She-Hulk because uh, that'd be... They'll, no, excuse me. Like, they're juggling a bunch of characters. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Feige himself said, oh, you never know who might show up. You know, lawyers. Right. I mean, it's going to be 100%. It's going to be... Uh, him, him, maybe, maybe the things that happen in in the series up until he's actually wearing the first co- first costume before he gets his own series or before he gets his own movie, whatever you want to call it, is just him finding reasons to want to become that hero, right? So throughout She Hawk, he's like, oh shit, I could have helped there. Like, why didn't I try to help? You know what I mean? Like, it's you know, in the end, uh, as far as what the Netflix series did, he is a trained fighter. So like, he's not just he doesn't just do this. Uh, out of nowhere and learns how to fight as a blind person. He's taught from young how to fight, right? Like fight so, for a stick. And why I think Iron Fist may be involved in the future as well, which might be a post credit scene in Chung T. Who knows? Yeah. Ready for um, Finn Jones? Finn Jones back as Iron Fist? Nah, he's a fucking failure. Um <laughs> so uh move on to the next part of the scene. Found out the promo clip for today's the, episode. <laughs> yeah, right. We get into uh, into the Sanctum Sanctorum. So obviously, you know, like I said, Peter's been kind of discovered as as Spider Man. Uh, the whole entire MCU knows him to be Spider Man now, uh, which is kind of interesting because didn't Sokovia Zuc- Accords kind of already put that to light? That's just my thing. I guess they forgot about that anyway. Um, he goes to look for Doctor Strange for help. So when he gets to Doctor Strange, there's this awkward encounter. First, he goes into the Sanctum Sanctorum, and he's like it's just frozen over right hell's frozen over in my opinion if you know what i mean no no so, I, yeah i know so, what you're basing hold your on, comments hold on. so he continue. he he goes there and everything's all frozen up and iced up and he's talking to strange and strange is acting strange no pun intended like he is he is not acting like the steven that's gone through some shit the steven that like knew tony was gonna die like Steven's kind of grown since Doc 1, right? Like, we all can agree, Doctor Strange 1, he was the, the even towards the end of it, you're still the cocky guy, right? I You would hope, after being killed and brought back to life, you'd humble a little bit. 
That was non-humble Stephen Strange, okay? Weird as hell. That, along with the fact that it's snowy in there and coldness and has to do with demons and devil, devil, the fact that Wong specifically told him to not cast a spell that would help Peter with his issue, he winks awkwardly and then goes and proceeds to help him. This is Mephisto. Doctor Strange is being either controlled, manipulated, or is actually Mephisto in this movie. And you know what? I know I promised 17 episodes ago to stop theorizing and to stop getting my hopes up. But I've asked about Mephisto since the beginning of this year, and I am saying right now, this is Mephisto. Mm-hmm. Um, no, uh, <laughs> is uh, is the short answer. Um, but and here's why. Um, it, it's just it doesn't make sense <laughs> the, the, the beam of pistol. And remember, they're taking elements of of the one more day storyline, uh, which is infamous for many reasons. It is arguably one of the most of the most hated uh, storylines Marvel's ever created for that particular well, because they get because they broke they um, broke up MJ and Peter. I don't care about that crap. Um, and so Sony and Marvel are intelligent enough. Mm, uh, Marvel is intelligent. Go ahead. Then, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> um, and like we don't know the context of why he's agreed to the spell. Oh, for sure. They, so you, so you know what I mean? overall, actually, they left a lot of context out of this trailer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which I'm first very, time I'm ever for Sony. Surprised. Ever. I was very surprised how reserved they were with this three minute, a uh, three minute trailer because they usually put every single act together. They even showed the final shot. Right. Um, <laughs> oh God, Tony. Um, but anyways, yeah, I, I just, I, it's not my fist though. It, it simply, it, for all we know, my theory is this. I know you and Angel were having a conversation in the, in the Marvel chat we have. Strange could easily just feel guilty after sort of blaming himself for like allowing Peter to lose his beloved mentor, Tony Stark. I hate using that sentence because I, I hate that direction right. they took with the character. But it's just a matter of Strange wanting to help Peter out, given all that he's been through. And the fact that he's nothing more than a 15-year-old who can barely handle himself so that's it so you don't know the context I, it's not and, and why would Mephisto help him like you can immediately like cast a wish and it's like oh yeah you know well, Mephisto no. has magical powers like, he, he's a True. sorcerer too so just so you know but yeah, t- so yeah. I, I get what you're saying i get what you're saying so, so it's not, I, it's, I, I just i just had to say because the coldness and it's been a theory that's out there and i'm not going through it again it's a joke obviously yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but i do think so I, I do like that. I for some reason, so Doctor Strange, the evil Doctor Strange is coming in what if? Yeah, that has to do with something episodes. in this, maybe. I, maybe, maybe not. And if not, I kind of like your I kind of like your theory. It's it's she's just basically broken. Like this is a broken strange going through some mental hurdles. We're gonna see it continue uh with this. We're gonna see it continue with the multiverse of madness. 
And and honestly, every single sorcerer that's involved in the multiverse of madness is literally broken. Yeah. And you Who's to say yourself? Sylvie doesn't yeah. pop up? Loki, right. Sylvie's broken. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Doc Strange is broken. Wanda's broken. I mean, everybody's literally broken. And that all plays into the no pun madness. It does. I, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think someone posted on, uh, what's it called? on Twitter or Instagram. And they said, <laughs> they said Wong Wong is so fed up with Strange's shit that he went to go beat him, beat up some low tier villains in Shang Chi. <laughs> That's why I, he I left. saw another one that says every time something's <laughs> about to happen, Wong just disappears. That's kind of hilarious. He literally does. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ever since the man died in Doc Strange and was brought back, he just like just runs from everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So in the trailer, uh, we see uh, Doc you know, performing the spell for Peter, telling him that everybody's going to forget who he is. Um, there's a couple layers of that I wanted to talk to you about. Um, the first being, obviously, they make it seem in context-wise that Peter's the reason why the spell fails. Okay, first of all, Sorcerer Supreme would not have a spell fail because somebody's talking too much, right? <laughs> like, so if they went, well, if they went that way in the there's movie, there's no way oh that's God. it's a context thing for yes. sure. Just yep. based off we know everything else in the in the trailer context, right? It when you see the essential multiversal collapse with Strange when he's com- performing the spell, it looks very Loki esque, right? The yeah. Citadel, I'll say the Citadel esque, has yeah. that vibe, the, that the look, the, yeah, the cinematography, yeah. right? Um, hundred percent. Sylvie stabbing Kang had to do with that. Oh, I, absolutely. His spell think, broke yeah. because of Sylvie destroying Kang. I can't remember. What is his name? Uh, the name I told he you. He Who Remains. He Who Remains. But it, the one I told you that tries to kill other versions of himself. I brought him up in episode six of Loki. Or five of Loki. Oh, gosh, another, I, What's the I, variant I, of Kang that, that uh, knows that Kang is bad? But tries to stop all the kings from being bad oh i wish i could tell I, you I, I, I don't i don't have can't remember the name for the life of me I, I had it up but either way he who remains is is one version of the name um yeah him him dying is the reason why the spell fell apart and 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 then essentially breaks up peter's multiverse because i think uh what, what strange does is pull pieces of peter's hair yep and, and uses it like a door right almost like exactly. that exactly so that's Just probably like so i think his hair sort of triggers oh wait these are, the, you know, variants. The DNA of variant, variant of, and then they brought in. Right, right. And within that spell, so so here, this, this is going deep. This is kind of like foil hat a little bit, but. Okay. So, is it necessarily a spell that just makes people forget? Or is it a spell that brings things a little bit back in time, similar to the time stone, right? Mind so you, he has the yeah. Agamotto on his, on his neck. But besides that point. If that's the case, and it's let's say it's more of a time reversal slash multiversal thing, right? Wouldn't all of these other characters appearing, villains appearing in this trailer, make a lot of sense? Like, I don't. How am I really going to go about this? So, like, all the MJs in every universe forgot who their Peter was. All the villains in this movie from the other multiverses technically forgot who peter was but then i, I don't know like i don't I, like I, I can't even really try to explain what i'm trying to say like 
I almost think they went back to before these people died. Doc Ock is still alive because it's right before he died. Okay. Goblin, uh, you know same I thing. Think, yeah, so like that's why I'm not a huge fan of the direction they're taking with this whole multiverse route. It's like multiverse um, time travel. <laughs> yeah, so like... <laughs> I feel like I have a tempo. So for Doc Ock... <laughs> I, I said before that the reason why I predicted this months ago when like Jamie Foxx uh, hour I confirmed that he was going to be appearing in the new Spider-Man movie. And Yo, he he's lucky he's Jamie Foxx. <laughs> he, he's, yeah, he's incredibly lucky he wasn't fired for that. Um, or And Alfred Molina too. I mean, he outright confirmed the interview. He was like, yeah, when I spoke to John Watts, he said this takes place immediately uh, when my character sacrificed himself in the river. <laughs> like, And then J.V. Smoove uh, one of the teachers of Peter Parker in the movie, uh, or he plays one of the teachers, and he says in the interview, he's like, I'm so excited for Jamie Foxx. He's my man. And then the interviewer asks him, uh, so, uh, which Spider-Man uh, are you most excited for Tom Holland to share your screen with? Uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. He's like, oh, Tobey Maguire, of course. Of course, man. <laughs> like, there's no there's no filter with these actors for some reason. No, they, um, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And like, it, so they're in the movie, obviously. It's multiversal. Right. And to go back to what you're saying, I think like... Mind you, JB was at his prime in acting when Toby was too, so they probably have some kind of relationship within, within the celebrity universe. Oh, right? yeah. That's probably why it's, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so. But, I don't know. It's just like... I don't like that. Truthfully. Like, I, you know what I would be really mad if, if you do this in the movies? Like, Moments before their technical death, they're like sucked in to a portal, and then like Green Goblin, like before his like the glider pierces him, he's like get teleported, goes into our universe, and then, and then like they teleport back and just end up dying. That'd be so stupid, but I don't see how else they can do it because Goblin w- was is dead, Doc Ock is dead, right? Electro is dead, right? Rhino is alive. Well, I, 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 honestly, I so the only confusion I have though, uh, and how they do that is they're so what I think you're saying is they're going to be pulling each Spider Man out in of the universe, but technically in the scenes of which they were against those villains, those villains then go in those portals as well, right? right? That, that's yeah, concept. that's like that's like but, a proposal I have, right? I mean, so, not, like, not let's say if that's the case, if that's the case, then like, how did Lizard get in there, right? He wasn't fighting Lizard and Electro at the same time. No, they were fighting them as separate... Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. So it would get See, way too confusing. Like... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so um, I honestly think some Electro... of them may be the exact villain of the old Spider-Man or, or and or they could just be other variants of those same villains in different universes. See, no, it's not, though, because Alfred Molina said he's playing the same one. He's playing the same Doc Ock. Oh, so know. it's not Jamie. So, there's Fox, a rumor that, that the chip was upgraded in him or whatever, and it's, it's total control. He's like simple, like dead. Corpse, yeah, basically. yeah. The, the the legs, uh, le- or arms, technically, uh, took definitely took control over him. Uh, no, they're saying even further so though. Like he's literally a, a dead corpse essentially. It's just the, the arms. Oh, Jesus! Controlling Christ. him and his body. Uh, that'd, that'd be highly <laughs> dark. Um, and then Jamie Fox had like a massive glow up in a leaked set photo where he's just wearing like a tire similar to his comic accurate outfit. Right. Um, so he's no longer blue. And uh, <laughs> there's so much, so much we could talk gold. about in, in that 
Right. No disrespect to Amy Fox, but what were you doing, man? Or what were you doing taking on that role? I don't know. I mean, why he didn't know. He probably thought it was MCU at the time. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so everyone, I mean, everyone you know, hopes so, right? We'll see exactly how they go about it. But look, we all know it. Let's not deny it. We know for a fact all the Spider-Men are going to end up in the film together. One of the scenes, I'm pretty sure the scene with the Iron Spidey suit is there's two other Spider-Men right next to him. They just blocked it out. That, yes. hundred so, percent. That is, uh, that it, I think all, all the sinister sticks are on that bridge ready to kick their ass. Um, possibly. And I think, no. Here's why. I believe they're off on their own. Do you know what I mean? So there's presumably five, there's six villains in the movie, Sinister Six, one of which is not appearing until near the end of the movie. Um, I believe the only theory that I 100% agree with is when Doc Ock says to, says hello, Peter. He's talking to Tobey Maguire. They just put in Tom Holland equipping oh. the Spider-Man suit. Uh, the yeah, the Iron no, that's suit. actually a part of the scene. Yeah, if you look at it the way it was kind of switched off, it was like the secondary scene to that main scene. It was oh, like yeah. the back. Toby says, too. Yeah. "Oh shit," or whatever he says, right? Yeah. And then Peter's like, "I'm supposed to be nervous about that, right?" And then puts on his Spidey suit. Like, yeah, that's and also for sure, oh, yeah. you can tell. And if, yeah, and if you look at um, like the background as well, they're not consistent with the bridge scene as well. We may not even get. All three on the same at the same time. Maybe Toby's like the older, older Spider-Man that gives him certain lessons from that perspective. I think this is Peter of Tom, Tom Holland's Peter. This is his last mentor film, where he needs advice to be the best superhero he I, can be. I hope so, man. I, I honestly I think I think so. that's the purpose of what no, they're doing here. They're, fi- they're fighting against each other. There, there's like a whole set piece. There's, de- there's definitely going to be a whole set piece with them. There's no way they wouldn't have them fight together. It's like yeah. one well, of the main selling true. points of the that's movie. There's one. There's way, they probably all three do, but I think movie. he's gonna get certain like meet him at different times. Yeah, yeah, they're meeting at different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Like for instance, I, I want there to be like the. So I'll make a promise to you, like right now. Um, this is obviously months before the release of the film. If they do the uh, like the pointing Spider-Man meme, if you want to refer to have, where they have points, if they do that, I'll give the movie an automatic five out of five stars. If they don't do that, I will walk out of the film. Yeah, like no, no, no matter what, I will get the film in all of my five out of five stars. If they do like, that, I so yeah. if they do that, I don't care if Doc Ock has one arm. I don't care if Green Goblin is a literal dead body. I don't care if they make forty six MJ's jump Peter and beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. I don't care if Venom is actually canon. I don't care about any of it. That's awesome. <laughs> like, that'd be so, yeah, that'd be funny as shit. Yeah. Um, but at least so far within, obviously, we, we talked about all these main character, main villains that are in the film. Um, confirmed, we have Green Goblin throw his, one of his pumpkin bombs. We have Doc Ock literally appear. We have Sandman and Electro in a separate scene. We see Electro's yellow light and Sandman smoke. Smoke, it looks like. It looks like smoke. It's weird. Um, kind of crazy because he... he uh, Peter just fought the fake elementals too. So it's like Sandman's an actual elemental, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. So Sam, Sandman obviously uh, confirmed as well. I I mean, who are we thinking are five and six for the Sinister Six? I mean, are we thinking Mysterio still alive? So if so, that's the case, he's five. 
Yeah, let me. Oh, I I know I, I know the five. So it's gonna be Doc Ock, Goblin. Oh. Goblin will take the lead of the scenario. So Doctor. let me, let me do the leader first. So Goblin, Goblin, Doc Ock, mm-hmm. Electro, mm-hmm. Standman, mm-hmm. Lizard, Lizard. Oh, Lizard. Lizard. Right. Lizard. Lizard. Lizard, Lizard made into the. Yeah. So yeah. For, for contact, everyone. There's like a quick scene where like Peter suddenly looks behind him, and. There, fortunately enough, there are fair few people who tried zooming in and clearing the image. It looked like a tail. People thought it was Venom originally because there's a bit of whiteness. Um, right. So it was either a tail or an arm. Right. I believe, I want to say a tail. Okay. Um, it, it's very hard to look at. They they purposely like kept that backdrop as dark as possible. Right, so right. we can only assume. And then the noise being made is not Venom-like. They anyway. seemed like that was in the Sanctorum too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. But I think I think when he breaks the spell, there's like images around Peter that are showing all the different universes, and they're trying to break through to him. Well, like look at his clothes, though. Do you see his clothes? Who? It's not consistent with what we saw in the in the sanctum. Oh, just him back. So I th- I think they they're like they're being held captive. That's like a prison cell. Uh... Now. Right for now, yeah. well, Strange probably basically put them there yeah. for now. That, I mean, they, they escape uh, at some... So that's why I'm thinking, like, the right, whole... Right, right. Well, and, and remember, like, Peter was holding this cube. You saw in the trailer, too. Right. What What is he doing with that? Right. I, I'm almost wondering if... if uh, so maybe they, they, meaning all the Spider-Men, catch one by one the Sinister Six, and then they all escape to t- attack one more time. No, I, I don't even think... Th- I think this escape... Um whatever original prison they were in but yeah you know what i mean like i think right. goblin's probably the one who's like trying to talk to peter strange is like hey let us you know let us out of here or it could be doc because i think those the goblin and doc are probably the more are definitely the more intellectual right. intellectual members of the right, right. six so they can try to manipulate or try to manipulate them strange won't budge peter god i can't I mean, wait to see Garfield. He's, yeah he's as naive <laughs> as where we saw him in far, far from home so i wouldn't be surprised like one of the villains tell him Hey man, you know. Uh, so you got lizard as five. Who's your six proposal? Um, I'm thinking Rhino or Rhino, Mysterio, or Scorpion. Mm, Scorpion's already out there too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Scor- but I, I feel like Sony forgot about him. So knowing <laughs> them. <laughs> um, but I'm thinking Mysterio, and there's a quiz I want to propose to you is that. What would you do if all of this was just like an illusion by Mysterio again? He would he wouldn't have known. No, but I mean to say mm-hmm. like what if uh yeah, but what if though? No pun intended. I would consider even if they did the Spider Man pointing thing, it'd be the worst filming thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. yeah so I would agree. Um there there's no chance though, because he wouldn't have known I mean, to use them specific like no. To use other Spider Man and stuff, like it's just crazy. Um, plus, how would he get into Sanctum Sanctorum? No, 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 no. <laughs> no <laughs> chance. And I, honestly, I would probably actually never watch a Spider Man film again if that happened. Call me on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's about it for the trailer. And, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm most hyped, honestly, I'm just as hyped with Eternals as well. Can't lie. Uh, hype on a different spectrum, if you want to call it, more so because it's new characters, new introductions, new, new everything. Uh, and I want to see the explanations behind a lot. Yeah, and, they need. Yeah, I think No Way Home is going to be boggled down in a lot of exposition, right. just so they can actually explain how some of these villains are returning. Right. And then, uh, second, 
I, oh my goodness, I'm trying to figure out like a way to, way to word this. Like, when No Way Home comes out, I think regardless of where people stand on the quality of the film, right? The, the movie itself look like looks ugly, if you, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, like the cinematography, it, it's awful. The CGI is very noticeable, especially like the aging effect with Alfred Molina. But that mm-hmm. won't matter. You know what I mean? No one goes to like a Spider-Man movie looking for like some groundbreaking filmmaking. They just, they just want to see their favorite Spider-Man. On, I mean, now we know for certain their favorite Spider-Man are going to be on screen at some point in the movie. Um, and that's what I'm excited about because I, I would love to see them share the screen together. All three share the screen together. You know, it, it represents three different generations. Um, and, you know, I, I think like we'll, we'll just see the end result. Uh, if this will be if this will be a memorable one, uh, it's it's a, an ambitious crossover, and it, it can go one or two ways. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's it's. I, it's I am excited that, though. Extremely that, anticipated that, though. I, yeah. I, I'm I'm hoping this can help uh, Sony expand their universe on a good front. I'm hoping this can help just uh, the multiverse go really well, and um, you know maybe give these other two actors a, a final finish to to the series that they started. I'd love to see that. So yeah. Um, all what right, if, so huh? yeah, it's all what if, baby, what if? So we are on to the what if episode. That trailer uh, review went a little longer than expected, but that's okay. We can get through this thing pretty quickly as far as what if. It's one episode this time. We're not doing two, so that's good. Um, what if the Avengers were killed by a serial killer? When I first saw that, so I went to go watch this this morning. And I go and look at the, the title. I'm like, damn, they're going dark with this what if stuff. Like, we're over here killing Avengers now. Okay. Um, first initial thoughts for me. Um, definitely an episode that was different. Uh, I never thought they'd go back and focus on the pre-Avenger stages of, of the what if world, right? As far as like right before the Avengers were kind of assembled. Um, I, I didn't mind it. So it, overall, the episode, I give it like a three, three out of five um yeah i'm more like a 2.5 yeah around there it's not, i can nothing even go 2.5 nothing, nothing aesthetically was, amazing yeah for sure the twist um, was um interesting it was really different it was really yeah. different and and uh you know I, i'm almost i'm kind of wondering what was the what if what was the what if in the beginning what, what's the, the title of the episode no so what Chain like so technically the what if is what if hope joined shield right because then hope dies in shield oh you're saying like what caused the right. what there's, if episode? In every episode there's been oh, a specific um it's hope joining shield i think so right is, is that that's that's what i took away from it right because like usually they show that like right away like he the watcher says it yeah. he didn't say specifically you just well, yeah. I mean, the confusing part for me is that um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't watched this movie in since it released. And Ant Man and the Wasp, or even we go back to the original Ant Man as well, where there's a Hope Van Dyne uh, reference, mm-hmm. where we see uh, Hank Pym interacting with those uh, the Shield members, Howard Stark at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know for for a fact that Hope presumably died uh, in Ukraine when they were attempting to uh, defuse this nuclear bomb. Wait, um, you're talking about Janet. Hope is his daughter. Oh, okay. Hope 
Hope. So Hope. Oh, Remember, Hope never was mind, always, never mind, never mind. always Hope, for her yeah. dad and never wanted anything to do with Shield in the first two movies because oh, her dad yeah, hated Shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, world yeah. is where Hope presumably didn't care about that and joined Shield anyway and died just like her mother Janet. So that's the what if is what if okay, Hope actually gotcha. joined Shield instead? And like then I presumably... said, I haven't watched. The right. No, no, no. and then and then eventually so died. Right. So yeah. So it's yeah. Hope and Janet. Van okay. Oh, um, that's the what if. Oh, I thought like the what if is yeah. Cause no, I was confused Janet. about yeah. that because when I saw Hope, I'm like, isn't this like the same plot as? No. What we saw Ant Man. That's no, why I was confused. About I'm pretty sure Hope and so the daughter essentially dies. Yeah, because I thought Hope or I know for a fact Janet and Hank were in in shield by the time of her death so i was like right that's the, so is, is they were the working for if, shield like, when that hank hank gained so much resentment for shield that he just becomes a murderer and i realized all oh, his daughter was like the right the trigger point for his him daughter was the actual tr- dark path. that was the okay. like last line like last yeah song, right thank you for the clarification right so hope essentially sacrificed okay. herself to help the mission and that's right. you know another like second sacrifice like her mother. So he lost his okay. wife, he lost his daughter. Okay. Um, so uh, we went a little too far to, to to kind of about the episode, but basically uh, throughout the episode, uh, Tony Stark is killed um, when Black Widow attempts to give him the antidote to help his uh, chemical reaction from the the arc reactor. Yeah. Um, Coulson's in it. Woo! I love Clark Gregg so much, man. So happy. Um, Black Widow fight like crazy. Rumlo and his crew just gets their ass whooped every single time we see them. So just whatever. Um, Hawkeye uh, kills Thor or at this time before we know what's going on. Hawkeye kills Thor. Uh, and that's during uh, Thor, the first Thor uh, film. Yeah, the big um, week. You know, Hawkeye's like, you know, just the arrow slipped. Like, I, I didn't do this and I don't slip. And he's like going crazy um then barton is killed as well and what, what they all think might have been like a cyanide pill or some kind of poison they weren't able to figure it out right away um betty ross makes her return to the mcu which i think is awesome because everybody hates yeah. the incredible hulk movie <laughs> yeah that was um, really cool but Mark it's, it's also plays uh bruce banner this time around as opposed yes, to everyone yes he did a great great job as always continuity had a had a good camaraderie with uh with, with black widow um and of course betty uh he shot right away and everybody's like why try to shoot the hulk and you know thunderbolt ross is like who the hell shot the hulk <laughs> and it ended up being uh not really a shot it was it was uh who we end up finding out is is the main villain of this whole thing um Hank Pym. So as we just discussed, Hank Pym's wife was killed in the, on a S.H.I.E.L.D. mission. And the what if for this is what if his daughter Hope had joined S.H.I.E.L.D. And as she does join S.H.I.E.L.D., she dies in an operation as well, which effectively makes Hank go crazy. Hank is now Yellow Jacket instead of Ant-Man. And he is literally assassinating the entire Avengers initiative, but which he found out by hacking the S.H.I.E.L.D. database. Remember, Fury has his Avengers Initiative information in the Shield database, and you remember when when uh, when Black Widow was was getting Coulson's password, which by the way is Steve, Steve, Steve. I love you, something Steve, because uh, he's obsessed with Captain America. Play on to Avengers One. Um, 
she says, and I, I didn't catch it at first, but then I, I had to play it back. She says, Hope has been dead for two years. How did she log into this? That right away, I was like, I should have thought Hope. We're talking about Hope Van Dyne. I thought about that Hank's, as well. Which means Hank, you know, is at least related to this. And then as you see Black Widow get her ass whooped and killed, uh, you don't see anybody actually hitting her. I'm like, okay, I thought it was Ant-Man. I didn't even know it was Yellow Jacket, you know, a version of Yellow Jacket. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, obviously, at that point, Hulk being shot was not him being shot. It was actually, you find out Hank himself was in Hulk, which gets me back to the whole Thanos theory that if Ant-Man just went up his butt and expanded, boom, we would have won. Just saying. Faster, at least. We wouldn't have won because he was... He I was feel like if the Gauntlet were to, like, go onto the ground, though, it would still initiate the snap. I don't know. <laughs> even it's if, snap. like, even if Ant-Man unfolded. Uh, yeah, um... Yeah. <laughs> I wish. I wish that, that that should be what if. What if Ant Man put inside Thanos? Be very suspicious, up. Uh, Mrs. Lee Tyler episode, but right. I, don't know, I, I think Disney wants to keep it. Uh, you know, PG thirteen ish. So when yeah. when Thor is killed in the episode, um, or not when exactly, but at some point, Loki comes for vengeance for his brother. He sees his brother's killed. Odin's obviously probably upset and sends the Asgardian army, uh, the Warriors three, um, and and Loki to to avenge him, right? <laughs> avenge in the other perspective. Uh, gives effect, essentially gives Nick Fury an ultimatum: give give me the guy that uh, that killed my brother, or I'm going to destroy the planet. Which plays on to Avengers one again, and that he's supposed to try to do that anyway. Um, I, I don't mind it. As far as the episode, I don't mind it. I, I think it's a little different twist, something I didn't expect at all. I didn't think Hank would be a focus. Um, really crazy that they're willing to just kill all the Avengers like that. Um, and by the end of it, we we kind of see what we see the fight with between what we think is Nick Fury and and Hank Pym, and Nick Fury is whooping ass. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like Fury doesn't. Do the, like he fights in the comics, right? Like he's a he yeah. can fight, but he can't beat Yellow Jacket or Ant Man. And then we go to find out it's Loki playing his images, of course. Um, when Hank's arrested, he said, "I just want Hope to be honored by Shield." That's that's been my only hope in the first place. Um, we see Nick Fury uh, attempt or what we thought was going to call Captain Marvel with his beeper way earlier than than when he does in Infinity War. And uh, the biggest thing for me is we finally get President Loki, which is a a variant of Loki. Yeah, that's a very interesting setup, actually. Yeah, I wonder if it has anything to do with Loki specifically or not. But uh, I know for sure that President Loki was in the Loki series in, in the... What is that? The realm or whatever realm they were in? I can't remember the name. Of yeah, it. yeah. I think. Um, yeah. So overall, I, I thought the episode was it, the problem is pacing. Pacing is way too fast, and it's very. It was for me. It was I so difficult to episodes. sort of to sort of process the death of each Avenger. Uh, they were played more for shock value rather than oh, 
you know, let's take the time. I mean, I understand why they don't, they don't necessarily have to develop them per se, because we sort of know their own individual journeys, so to speak. So I appreciate all of them being in character. Um, you know, from Clint to Thor to Natasha, uh, to Banner, to Sark, etc. I think I might have repeated a name in there. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of, I don't have much to say, in all honesty. Um, I thought the twist was interesting, but illogical to a degree. Like, I understand, like, Hank is full of resentment, but then near the end, he says, all I wanted was hope for, or, like, a tribute, or, like you said, um, like, recognition for hope sacrifice. Right. And that pretty much could have been done with a single phone call. So I just was <laughs> kind of, like, fleshed out. Even Nick says, he's like, we a... never didn't honor hope. Like, hope, hope represented everything that she was supposed to represent she made the ultimate sacrifice for the world and whatever yeah. her mission was that's that's what she did yeah and, and I like, hope could have yeah. been wasp at the time too who knows oh things, in this one world just she could have already been wasp yeah so. and you know i i just feel because a character like king pym wouldn't be subject to such i don't know like darkness <laughs> yeah like a better word well losing your wife um, and daughter would, I yeah mean, wife absolutely. alone i mean will change you, well, but. well i mean to say like it to a point where you're just willing to kill people who have absolutely nothing to do with you um you know like why not to try to convince them separately of shield's wrongdoing why not send them which is uh, what they started to find out themselves right <laughs> why not you know put tab like prove to them hey listen shield's putting tabs on you they know your your personal history where your family lives. Well, Clinton's probably the only exception, right? right. But yeah, I mean, that right there, that could build a huge mistrust. If this episode took place before Avengers did, and Hank Pym successfully convinced all the Avengers not to face off against Loki, then we could have easily had the same outcome we see in, at the end of this episode. I think this episode should have just been placed elsewhere, in my opinion. I mean, um, they could have they could have literally done like a, a evil Avengers perspective, like you know. They could have, I mean, maybe they do do that eventually. Uh, we'll sure. see. But um, I'm excited. Yeah, but overall, I think what if it is off to a bit of rocky start. But I think episodes like um, next week's with the evil Doctor Strange or something we were uh, hinting at the beginning, right. the whole Ultron and Vision fusion that we might have, which bring in all of the previous characters like Captain Carter, um, Chakala as a Star Lord, um. Maybe even Doctor Strange too from next week's episode. Right, it, it's awesome. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think we're gonna good. see all that come yeah. together. Um, you know, at the end of the of the episode, the post credits, if you want to call it, for this episode, um, he got Captain Marvel to come back to to Earth way, way, way earlier. So in this universe, like they may be Thanos ahead of time. I mean, Cap Marvel being ready to help fight in Infinity War makes a big difference. Oh, absolutely. If that ends up being the case. And he's still able to recruit Steve Rogers. Steve is still frozen at the time. They haven't found him. Yeah, so. I was thinking I was thinking the same too. Like in the back of my mind, I was wondering where's Steve off. during all yeah, we're like where's Steve off. during all of this? Um well who knows? I mean Tony Stark was definitely instrumental for the fight against Thanos, so yeah, I don't know. Ask I'm just saying, Captain Marvel probably have a better chance to help than anything. And hey, I mean, you know what? shit. Hey, listen, Loki. Maybe Loki running the planet helps prevent any of that from happening. Oh, or maybe we have Reed Richards. Oh, Ripley don't even take over. Yeah, I, I said this to make you happy. Talking yeah. dirty. So talking there are dirty. some, like I said, it's the same as I I said before. It's like the same for episode two and the same for here. They're interesting elements. It's just that we need longer episodes. 
Yeah, I don't think they, with animation they're not going to. They're depending on our knowledge of of the previous yeah. movies and yeah, just yeah. hoping that we just go along with it. Which, uh, by the way, Horizon Forbidden West is officially confirmed to come out on February eighteenth. I just got the notification for it. I had to tell you. <laughs> oh, of uh, next Hor- year. Horizon. Yep, Forbidden West. Yep. Uh, oh, nice. Sorry, random, random, Here's random, right there. Uh, so look, I, overall, I think they're they're Rocky's the best way to put it. A little bit up and down content for like to hold us off we got shang chi next week and and then we got eternals not too far after and then we got spider-man and then we got oh, multiverse man. of madness and then we got i mean come on we got like massive amounts of content and we have series DC? hawkeye yeah. coming yeah um you know some good dc movies coming with the batman and uh, come on we got we're here with the content baby that's all we need that's all we that's need all but, we need baby as always, as always, uh, we you know we thank you guys for for hopping in and checking out our vids. Matt, if you want to tell them where they can find you on social media, yeah, Matt underscore t twenty nine, twenty nine, yeah, over on Instagram. As always, thank you for the support. Uh, we'll be back hopefully. Ne- Wait, is it really next week? Next week, Friday. Shang Chi comes out. Well, yeah, next week Friday we uh. Or well, technically record. Thursday because we're watching the. Uh, we watched Thursday. We watched. Yeah. Thursday. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't. I honestly, I didn't it's even put that into the Flying by, brother. Flying by. Wait, yeah. So I think so. From tomorrow will be exactly a week. Yep. Jesus. Sorry, folks. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you're good. Long story short, there's a bunch of Marvel content. Any view they give us, any like, share, comment, etc., really helps. Uh, the OTS guys fades grow, especially for Derek and all the other individual wonderful podcasts we have over here, um, on the channel. In any case, thank you for everything, and we'll be back. Uh, next week discuss Shang-Chi as well as uh, what if episode 4 possibly these episodes go for a a long period of time so we'll we'll see we'll see see what happens but uh, of course thank you guys you can find me at John uh, John underscore OTS on all social media platforms head over to the Facebook page on the sidelines drop a like head over to the on the sidelines group request to join come and talk about anything marvel we got people talking about marvel today with their own their theories about uh who's the next black panther and, and, and what's going on with the multiverse and the new spider-man trailer uh we have discussions at all times uh it's it's fun to have and come on and join this podcast you're, you're more than welcome to to ho- head over to otsguys.com drop an email to us and uh and tell us you're interested in joining any of the podcasts that, on our platform we love having guests we don't care who you are or where you, where you're from or any of that man we're, we're we love marvel if you love Marvel, if you, we love DC-ish, uh, if you love DC, we love Star Wars, depending on something. <laughs> if you love Star Wars, come on in. It's We Can Be Heroes. Heroes exist in all of our universes that we love to watch. We're geeks for this stuff. We're the biggest geeks you can think of, and we love doing what we do. Peace and love. We Can Be Heroes, baby. Peace.